Welcome, everybody. This is episode 38 of The Next Generation of Superstars. Very grateful to have Keith White here, who plays lacrosse and defense at Bowie State University. He's originally from District Heights, Maryland. Pleasure to have you on the show, man. Yes, welcome. I'm blessed to be here. I'm blessed to be here with you. I'm blessed to be here to see and say hi to everybody. I'm blessed to be here and have the opportunity to do this and be able to talk to people and also upright everybody. I love it. I love it. So, so tell us and our audience a little bit about um, what kind of sparked your passion, you know, and really love for the game of lacrosse growing up. So growing up, I started playing lacrosse in high school. I started playing lacrosse with my coach, Louie. I had you no know, nothing in lacrosse. I didn't know what to do. I had no sense to it. But playing the game, it created more passion to it because I started interacting with my teammates, more interacting with my fans. And people I don't even know knew who I was, and I started playing. So I was like, whoa. How is this, you know, so international? Is it because lacrosse, even though everybody thinks it's small, it's actually a big sport. Nobody knows it's a big sport. Secretly, it's a big sport. Everybody watches lacrosse. I know everybody thinks baseball is top, football is top, basketball is top. Lacrosse is up and coming. Lacrosse, Lacrosse makes and makes, it builds men and builds women. It's a building sport. After lacrosse, like playing lacrosse, yeah. But trust me, it's more than just lacrosse when you're playing it. It will teach you how to be one time to things. It will teach you how to make sure you make it all time to work. When you're playing lacrosse, you will be taught discipline. 100%. No, it's, it's awesome. And I think that's great because a lot of people think of like, you know, basketball and baseball and football and all those sports that everyone's kind of attracted to right off the bat. But when you think about lacrosse, it is starting to become such a widespread sport right. um, for you to really find that passion and learn you know, similar skills of discipline and hard work and, um, and really just finding all different ways that you can translate that into your personal life and business life, um, which is awesome. And, and we're kind of going off you know, what you said there about you know, had a great coach in high school. Has there been any other mentors or coaches that's kind of helped shave, um, help shape your path and, and kind of help you master your craft of the game? Well, I'm going to say it was District Heights. I used to play for uh, a peewee team named District Heights Chiefs. The coaches there really did a very good job on it. They taught me self-discipline because growing up, I never had self-discipline. I was young. I never knew what I was doing because when you're getting older and you've been in that household with, you know, people that doesn't really treat you right and you don't know what to do, so coming, thank God, my grandparents giving me to these coaches, Coach Horse, Coach Mike, Coach Rashid, Going to high school, Coach Lou, going to Bowie State, Coach Will, Coach Joe, and the most important coach, the head coach of Bowie State University Lacrosse, which I'm really, really thankful. I'm heavily thankful that you know he's here because he's been doing a lot. He's been doing a lot for Bowie State. He's been doing a lot of talking, which his name is Coach Brian. And the thing which why I mention these coaches is because they're really into in dedicated with their players very dedicated if you don't know something they'll teach you and they'll take the time out of their day to teach you and make sure you know what to do but back to uh, my district rights coach so i didn't know how to play football all across because i play football as well all across you know so they taught me in a football mindset because basically nobody knows football is the same thing as lacrosse but with a stick in your hand so right. I'm, i used to play a uh, guard back the guard and the tackle same thing gotta position yourself right I taught self-position. They taught me that. Because I was taught self-position and discipline. This is why my coaches in, in, in college right there in the high school had no problem with me there. No talk back. I go, yes, sir. What's the game plan? 
Tell me the game plan. Tell me what it is. Let's go. This number I got to worry about. Okay. This is what I'm checking. Okay. Done deal. Don't got to say nothing else. That's all that, all they got to say. I get that from growing up from District Heights. That's awesome. The thing is, when you're taught self-discipline from really great coaches that actually put time into actually teaching their players, it really will make something magical happen. That's how players become in the pro. That's how, let's say, Navarro Bowman became who he is coming up from District Heights. That's how KD became who he was coming up from District Heights. Yeah. People took time to teach these players what discipline is and what self-discipline is. Since now they got it, they like, Okay, coach, tell me number, give me the number. That's it. That's what we do. Okay, bet. Consider it done. Have it done right then and there. No talk back, no nothing. I got you. All I need is a game plan, what the play is. You don't have to worry about nothing. And when they forget a play, they do just like what I do. I forgot that play. Okay. I punish myself. You don't have to do it. And then after practice, I will practice that play 50 times more to make sure I get it right. Yep. Yeah, that's incredible, Keith. And thank you for sharing that that insight because I think discipline, it's not only effective just in sports, but in the rest of your you know life and other aspects. And how has that helped you translate you know the discipline you've learned from your coaches and peers and teammates um, into just being a student athlete um, at Bowie State? How has that discipline helped you in your academics and social life, um, really just organizing everything and, and trying to stay on top of everything as, as a student athlete? So since I had some discipline, you know, I work at this shoppers down the street. It's been this lady. She looked at me. She says, okay, I love seeing hardworking men. And I told her, I really appreciate she was taking the time out of really saying that. She was like, whoa, you're very polite. She was like, who raised you? I was raised by a community. And I was raised by my grandparents. She said, a community? And I said, yes, ma'am, because it takes a community to make one. She says, okay. She says, I wish my son was like you. I said, yes, ma'am. And he can be. It's never too late to change. And she says, I like your lack of self-discipline. I said, yes, ma'am. I always want to have self-discipline. She says, I like you a lot. She goes, you know, it's just these young men out here are just doing these dumb things. You know, they're doing something they're not supposed to do. And I see you. You really making a change for generation. I said, yes, ma'am. I'm a role model to my community. There's little kids that look up to me every single day. All because I have self-discipline. Me going to work, even even my my managers, they ask me one question, I get in there right there. Yes, ma'am. Just like schoolwork. Yep. Same thing as schoolwork. Oh, don't worry about it. My teacher goes, I want this 12-page essay done at this day. I have it done way before the due date. It's done December the 12th. I have it done October the 1st. Oh, I have a project that's due uh, in May. In the spring, oh, no, no. That project is not going to be done in May. That project is going to be done... Exactly as soon what I say, let's say, let's say April. Come on, first day of April was done. That project is way done before the due date. Having discipline really brings you a long way because since I had self discipline, it opened a lot of doors for a lot of people. As soon as I've been on campus, since I had self discipline, I'm always polite. Even directors charge even talk to me, and I I don't even know how they know my name. They go. Because since you have self-discipline, everybody will keep chirping. They'll keep talking about you. And it's going to go to the right people. And the right people are going to see you because you're doing the right things. Absolutely. Yeah. No, you're, you're spot on, Keith. And then thank you for, for sharing that story because that, that is so impactful. And it really just describes you know, not only just your discipline, but your character as, as a human being and, and what you portray to the rest of the world. And, and that's just incredible um, that you've done so far.
um, kind of getting into more of more of being a student athlete. You know, you're living in an exciting time right now with NIL. But to start off with that, what's kind of been just your favorite part of, of being a student athlete and, and an athlete at Bowie State University right now? Being a role model. Being a role model to not just, you know, people on campus, but just to the whole state of Maryland. Being a role model of where I come from. Because everybody's looking at Maryland as, oh, that's a dangerous area. You come from there. I don't want to talk to you. But there's people here that actually want to be something in life. There's people here that want to, because you can make really good connections in Maryland and go out and be great. There's a lot of people here that actually went out. Chase Young, he wanted them to know he got out of here. Great. Stephon Diggs, great. Got out of here. They did what they're supposed to do. They stayed focused and they had discipline. Yeah, a lot of people never look at those things because they have role models. They believe what they're supposed to do, and now if you look at it, since they're doing what they're supposed to do, now there's other people doing what they're doing, but in their own way. Yeah, being a role model and being a motivational person and helping people, somebody watching you like it's somebody down the street right now. The little kid always texts my phone. I seen you go jogging the other day. 24-7. Hey, I won't be like you when I get older. I say, no, 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 no. You can be like me, but be like me in your own way. Never be a follower. Never be a follower. Absolutely. Yeah, I know. That, that's the truth, Keith. And that's so important as you become, and you are, this role model to the youth in your community is to showcase to the kids and that next generation of people that looks up to you that they can go and be their own person and own leader um, and they might take some advice and wisdom from you because you you know you have more experience in different aspects, but they can take that and, and use it in their own way. Um, and, and going further into just this whole NIL era right now, what are your thoughts on the industry as it's been now two years, you know, since the summer of twenty one? Uh, what are your thoughts on just NIL and how people like yourself as a student athlete can go and form their own brand, go and connect with you know founders and CEOs, just like you're working with us at Burrs and, and other NIL opportunities. What are your thoughts on just how everything has evolved, you know, in the past couple of years? I think it's good. Because if you look at it, NIL has really opened up a lot of books for people. Let me see. What was his, his name? The guy that's with uh, Deshaun Jackson. No, not Deshaun Jackson. Not Deshaun Jackson. I've got that guy's name. But it's a guy. He's right now playing with, um, I forgot that old cornerback that played back in the day. He's really good. But this raw receiver... When I tell you, he has NIL deals going off the market. But the thing is, he's doing it, and he's motivating other people to do it as well. When yeah. people get NIL deals, they're motivating everybody. Because you got little kids watching you. And the little kids are like, hey, look what he's doing. He's getting NIL deals, and he's building his own brand. I want to do it, too. I want to be like that, kid. What you're doing here is very spectacular because now you're making the other people want to stop drugs, stop drinking, stop all the alcohol, and come play sports, which is what you want. You want everybody to stop all that. The gun violence, they want to stop all that. They want to come play sports now because if you come play sports, you get taught self-discipline. You might not make it, but you'll make it in life. You might not go pro, but you'll go pro in life. Right. That's the main thing that everybody's trying to do right now. And it's helping so many families right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. And how is, Keith, how has it helped just yourself right now as you've gone out and networked with people and grown your own personal brand? 
um, as a student athlete? How has it really helped you, you know, being part of this whole NIL era, you know, the past few years? It really helps me do a lot because, you know, I'm in an area named District Heights and, you know, a lot of things went on, but seeing people see me evolve and go up greater every single day really put a smile on their face because it's like, I know that baby. I helped that baby grow up. And me seeing that baby's success is making me happy because I know he's going to come back and he's going to help me. There's one thing. When you get up there, never forget where you came from because there's always little kids that want to be in your shoes. Absolutely. Always. So them seeing you level up and you come back and help them, they're going to say, I want to stop all the bad things I'm doing. I'm going to start helping mom out. I'm going to stop talking back to mom, and I'm going to listen to mom. I'm going to stop talking back to dad. I'm going to listen. I see my grandmother work, and her back hurts. Her whole body hurts. My grandfather, he's very sick. He can't do that now. He's he's in the hospital bed upstairs. Me watching them, knowing that they got me out of bad air, me watching them, I'm like, it's okay. Because sooner or later, when I'm up there, I'm going to come back, and I'm going to make sure you guys are fine. I'm going to make sure this whole neighborhood is fine. I even told my coworker that. He said, man, you're a strong guy. He said, just by seeing you, I can feel by your light that you do a lot. I said, oh, yeah, because I love this area that I'm in, and I love Maryland. And I'm never, ever going to just display it because there's a lot of little kids, a lot of people that need motivation to stop all the drug addiction, to stop all the alcohol, to stop all the gun violence, and come over to the good side and come play sports. Absolutely. Just need, just need a little guidance. That's all it is. That's true. That's true. And I'm praying that your grandfather you know, has, has a speedy recovery. Um, but, but that's just spot on in, in everything that you said there, Keith, is that it's it's really about you know bringing people into that whole community, showing them the discipline they can have to go and make a positive impact on their community and, and other people around them. Uh, what's kind of been your, you know, just your engagement so far? Of how do you engage with your fans and the youth that you said a lot of youth looks up to as a role model? What are some of the ways that you try to interact, you know, with with that, you know, those fans and that, the youth that really look up to, look up to you? Social media, social media has been playing a big part in my role. Ever since I've been like posting on social media, motivational quotes, me playing lacrosse, me playing football, me working out in the rain with center blocks. Everybody has just been, because, you know, social media is a platform that everybody be on. So that's the best way to, to post motivational things on to get people, to, you know, to get hooked onto you. Ever since, you know, I started lifting cinder blocks in the rain, putting quotes up there, people at my school be like, hey, you lift cinder blocks online, right? I like what you're doing. You're very, you're very motivational. I want you to keep doing it. I even had one person, you know, she got bullied a lot. People keep saying, oh, yeah, you're fat. I don't want you, blah, blah, blah. She goes crying, crying like, hey, I just want to get fit like you. I said, you can do it. Don't matter what nobody says, you can do it. No matter what anybody says, they're just saying it because they're just down there. You know, once you're up, they're going to say, oh, I deeply apologize what I said. Remember what they did to you. But please don't discard them. Always keep your enemies close because you never know you can change them. Absolutely. And I love how you're... You know, post, I've seen that content you posted, all the motivational quotes and other stuff that you're posting on social media. 
because you never know what the person on the other side of that phone is, is looking at your social media and that making their day or their year or even changing the trajectory of where they're going in life and then putting them on the right track because of that one moment of, of you actually posting that type of content that was there to help them. Um, and I think that's powerful. Right. And we're in living in such a digitalized world where everyone is so much more well connected with each other. You can be connected with someone in a totally different country and across the world um, and still create that same bond and relationship. Um, and that's something that, you know, you're learning at such a young age and you're able to spread that awareness so more people can understand the power um, of, of a positive impact that you can have on people's lives. Yes, sir. That's incredible. That's incredible. Keith, what about. Um, you know, switching gears a little bit, you have any other passions or hobbies that you like to focus on when you do have some free time, you know, away from your sport or from academics um, or even socializing with your friends? You know, what are other passions or hobbies that you like to pursue right now? Animals. I love animals. I have a German Shepherd right here. Oh, he's sleeping. He's knocked out. His name is Max over there. I know you see him knocked out. Uh, I know. I saw, your, I saw your dog in the background. It's awesome. <laughs> He, he's sleeping. I got a, a, a job right here. I love animals. One thing about animals is, you know, I don't know, but they just really love me back. I'll be walking outside. It'll be a kitten or a cat come cry to me, ask him for food. I'll give him food. And one time I was outside working out, a bird flew right here, just sat right here, just looked at me. I was like, oh, okay, you gotta go, buddy. <laughs> it's just that, you know, when you're doing great things, animals will see it. Animals will like, they'll see, I have a deer walk up to me one time, and I was just confused. Because when you're doing good things in life, animals will want to be by you. And why I really love animals is because animals, if they feel comfortable around you, then you're really doing something good. Really doing something good. And I really love that because other than my, my major sports management, I do have something on the side, which I do with animals and to help animals grow. Because at the same time, as you can help people, you can also help animals as well. That's awesome. That's a, so that's a project that you use at a nonprofit that you started with with helping animals. Yes, sir. That's incredible. That's incredible. How you started that, and and I think that's what a lot more you know just athletes like yourself right now in this NAL world are starting to do. Right, they want to go create their own you know brand, whether it's a nonprofit or charity or just any type of organization that's to give a helping hand. Um, and I think that's so impactful and powerful uh, because now you're allowed to do that. Um, and it, it should have been allowed, you know, decades ago, but now here it is. And you can go in and create that foundation um, that can make a major impact because of the influence that you have um, to make a change. And, and I think that's really inspirational. And kind of going further off that, you said that you, you have that nonprofit. Are there any other future plans that you can kind of give our audience a sneak peek of, of really giving back to your community, whether it's in Maryland or anywhere else, um, of anything that you have in mind that you're looking to do in the future? My future plans is I want to create a business where it's to help the homeless get off the streets, help them find jobs, help them get into their own houses, help them to actually get back on their feet. Because you never know. Life can knock you down. It can knock you down a lot. I even watched a homeless man ask for money every single day. But all it took was one person. She granted him a job. He worked at a job, got his own apartment, and I see him walk at the grocery store. And I'm like, you used to be homeless. Now look at you. You got back on your feet. All it took was one person. Think about it. If it takes one person to help one person, how about everybody helps one person? Yeah. If everybody can help one person, 
that help one person can help that, that person. Hey, I know somebody that's homeless. He, he's over there in the tent. Let's go help him. Let's get him to Chief's business. Let's get him to talk to customers so we can get him off the streets. We got to get these people off the street. Because it's, it's, it's not helping the earth. It's not helping the environment. And it's not helping them as well. Absolutely. People, people are also dying every day from diseases. Like, you got to think about this. Like, nobody's doing anything to help people get off the streets. People are doing food jobs. But what's that going to do? They're still on the streets. They're still starving. When it gets cold, frostbite. It's, it's just hot right now. When it gets real cold, that's frostbite. It's hurt. Nobody's really thinking about that. That's why after college, I want to make that happen. I want to make the big thing that nobody's really focused on doing happen. And not just in Maryland. I'm going towards D.C. I want mine to expand across the world. That we're going to help get these people off the streets, get food in their belly, and get them a hardworking job so they can live their life. I love it. Keith, that's incredible. And we would love to be here to support anything that we can over at the, uh, the Burst team um, to, to help you create that vision to reality. Um, I, I think that's just unbelievable and a true inspiration for people that are listening right now that they can go and start that you know business or foundation or, or organization, whatever they want to do to make that impact um, that they want to create that can really make a huge positive change in the world. Um, and just like your passion for helping animals, your passion for helping the homeless, um, and really creating those visions into a reality and showcasing that people like yourself, anyone can make that difference if they actually just take those steps forward uh, in making it happen. Yes, sir. And kind of wrapping up here, Keith, we've had a lot of great insights and, and we appreciate your time right now. What's kind of been... Um, your, your main vision right now with your career, you know, I know you're playing lacrosse at Bowie State. What's your big vision um, with, with your career, whether you want to take it to the professional level or kind of just, you know, go and start more businesses or different ventures? What's your big vision right now with, with your My career? My big vision is to go because my big vision is to go pro in lacrosse or go pro in football and make these businesses and make this happen. Because once I'm pro, I can have the, the money and support. I can make this happen. That's my big vision is to be great. And make sure I carry out the legacy to be a role model for my city and my home. So they can come up and do the same thing as well. I love it. I love it. You're, are you playing football too as, at Bowie State as well? Uh, I'm, I'm not playing football at Bowie. I'm also I'm doing semi-pro right now. And everything's going really good with that as well. I love it. I love it. And kind of just recap what you said there. You said you want to either go pro in lacrosse or football. Make your businesses into reality um, and continue to be a positive role model for your community and the rest of the world. Um, that's, that's, you know, paying attention to your story. And that's all fantastic and incredible. And to kind of wrap things up here, we do this at the end of every episode, Keith. What are three pieces of advice that you would give to the next generation um, and the youth that looks up to you? Three pieces of advice I would give them is to before you can crawl. You have to lay. Never lay. Always crawl so you can walk. Second piece I want to give to me is never look back. Always look forward. And the last piece I want to give to me is to always be great and to always work hard. Never hardly work. I love it. 
And just to kind of recap that, you said always crawl so you can walk. You said number two, never look back, always look forward. You said number three, always be great and keep going forward. And, yep. and that is incredible. And Keith White here playing defense of lacrosse at Bowie State University, originally from Maryland. We appreciate your time for being on this show. Everybody, make sure to follow Keith all over social media. Stay tuned to his digital training card that's releasing in a few weeks on Virtual Stacks, our partner platform. We're very excited to be part of your journey and help you bring all your dreams to reality. Thank you again for being on the show. Uh, thank you. Thank you for this opportunity. Let me be on this. I really appreciate this. Absolutely.